Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 31. So glad to have you here and uh, it's been a little while due to a redo of a giveaway and uh, being out of town and whatnot. So it's been a couple weeks since I had a podcast episode so to say I am excited to be back would be an understatement. I have a lot of different things that have come up over the last couple of weeks, some viewer mail questions, and just some updates and some uh, things to look forward to for next week's episode, and uh, hopefully I can stay focused because I have a lot of different uh, small ideas to touch on, so I don't want this to go too long as far as episode length, so I'm going to try to be concise for each segment, but I know that doesn't always work, so we'll see where we end up, but uh Bottom line is we're going to announce a winner for my giveaway and uh, that is for either Longtail Pro or Easy Azon and I have a winner and uh, gone uh, back and forth with him and uh, we will talk about that and uh, the results of the uh, contest slash sweepstakes and some lessons learned and uh, things you could take away from that. And uh, we're going to talk about a topic for next week's episode based on a question from a uh, email subscriber. Really looking forward to bringing you some content for that in next week's segment. And uh, also I'm going to touch on some uh, different things. I got an email about a Black Friday special for one of the products that we talk about a lot that is directly related to the giveaway as well. And I have some tools of the week as well. So lots and lots of stuff to talk about. So before we get into that, um, I did want to give a quick shout out to a bunch of new email subscribers. As a result of the giveaway, um, definitely had an increase in email subscribers. I'll talk about that a bit. But um, before we get into things, just want to give a quick shout out to Melissa, Nick, Michael, Harris, Kitty, Gary, Andre, Huang, Luing, Laura, Eric, Laturo, Roger, and Patricia. Lots of new email subscribers over the past three weeks. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the site. Glad to have you here and uh, looking forward to bringing you some great content going forward. So let's jump right into the content for this week. The first thing, obviously, we want to talk about is the giveaway. What the heck happened there? Why did it take so long? So uh, if you remember back, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, just before Halloween, that I was going to be doing a giveaway. And, um, you know, knowing, not knowing, actually, what uh, the rules and regulations are surrounding giveaways, I just thought it would be cool to give away a uh, copy of either Longtail Pro or Easy Azon, since those are two of the uh, most utilized programs in my niche site adventures. And I think they're really helpful, really great for anyone that's needing to do keyword research, needing to find out some details when you actually do some of your posts. You can do quick, easy keyword research with Longtail Pro, or if you promote any products with Amazon uh, via WordPress, that uh, Easy Azon is great for that. It simplifies your life and uh, allows you to bring in some potentially more income through some of the features in there. So two of the most favorite programs that I utilize, and I know a lot of folks have purchased those and uh, enjoy using them as well. So I thought those would be great products that you guys would directly relate to and uh, be interested in winning. 
So I just put a post out there and said, hey, we're going to do a giveaway. It'll be about a week long. And all you need to do is subscribe to my email list. I'm going to send out more details via email. And as long as you're on my email list, you will get that email. And uh, all you need to do is respond. Let me know what product you're interested in. And I will pick a winner at random. And uh, I was all set. I had recorded the winner, had some details, and uh, was all set to uh, publish that post on Monday morning, as I normally do last week. And I got an email from an email subscriber, which I had misunderstood what they were asking. And uh, I was doing some research to uh, find out what the answer would be to their question, and I was completely off on what I thought they were asking about. So I was doing some research, and I had actually come across... Um, which wasn't directly related to their question, but it was um, rules and regulations surrounding giveaways. And uh, since I was just about to publish the results for my giveaway, I just clicked on the article and said I better take a look at this. And uh, lo and behold, there was lots of rules and regulations surrounding giveaways, even for bloggers. So basically it came down to you know, all the sweepstakes and contests and giveaways you see, you know, whether it be Publishers Clearinghouse or, you know, any sort of giveaway you might see online, they're all regulated the same way. So much to my surprise, having a little tiny giveaway on a blog and site like mine, you are subject to the same rules. So I was kind of shocked and taken back and bummed out, uh, to say the least. I had spent, you know, a couple hours on, uh, typically that's how long it takes me to do a podcast episode. I don't do a whole lot of editing, but it does take me a long time to do some research. And, uh, you know, it takes me, you know, a couple of hours, no matter what, even if it's just like a 20 minute episode. So put a lot of time and effort into that, had it ready to post, um, had the blog post related. And um, the idea of either scrapping that completely or just restarting over, it was around 7pm on Sunday night that I found out about that. And I uh, had some other plans for that evening, so the bottom line is uh, I was going to have to redo everything, scrap it and try to figure out what to do. So I was really bummed out. And uh, the bottom line was that in order to do a giveaway, you have to clearly publish the rules as far as when the giveaway is going to start, how long it's going to run. Um, you know, you need to have the rules as far as no purchase necessary, specific specific things you need to state in the rules, even if it's just for a tiny giveaway on a blog. So I know for sure that I've entered giveaways before or seen giveaways on other sites that are definitely not compliant with these rules and regulations. So that could come back to bite you um, down the road. Most likely, if you run a small site or whatnot, what uh, probably people aren't going to raise uh, major issues. But the bottom line is, the FTC could come after you. And depending on how egregious the uh, not following the rules are, you could potentially run into legal issues down the road. So I made the decision that it was not worth the uh, potential issues down the road to just go ahead and continue on as we had. So it was best to just stop things, start over and, um, you know, bite the bullet and deal with the uh, unfortunate outcome that I was going to have to redo everything. So I was bummed out more for you guys because I didn't want to have to delay things and start over again, but uh, knew it was the right thing to do. So that's the bottom line. Here we are. I started fresh and I found a plugin and uh, do I have it written down? No, I do not. Shame on me. So let me go over to my site real quick. 
nichesitetools.com. And it is a very cool plugin that I found. There's a lot of different tools out there that can help you run a contest. And you've probably seen Rafflecopter and a couple others. And uh, I've utilized Rafflecopter previously uh, years ago on my personal blog. And um, what I found was not only is supposedly free up front, but if you go actually into it and try to set up a giveaway, which I tried to do for this, I found out that for what I needed, you would have to pay a monthly fee now. So it used to be 100% free, but now for most of the advanced features or just not really advanced features, most of the features you would want to use to run a blog giveaway, you'd have to pay a monthly fee for that. So since I was giving away really, you know, the in relation to the prize amount, it really wasn't going to be worth my while. Even just to sign up for a one-month uh, type trial basis wasn't going to be worth my effort to utilize that. And some of the other better programs out there had larger monthly fees as well. So I was kind of bummed out about that too. I, I don't mind paying if it was like, you know, maybe, you know, $10 one-time yearly fee or something like that. But it was not going to be worth the effort to purchase these products for what I was going to be giving away. So what I ended up finding was a word free WordPress plugin called Contest Hopper, and it had many of the features that uh, Rafflecopter, Rafflecopter and some of the other products out there had, and the best part about it was it was free and uh, in, runs right alongside your WordPress dashboard, and it has additional features, so it had some uh, rules and regulations. You could just click on the link, and that's part of the plugin. You just populate a file on your WordPress site with all the rules and regulations, and boom, it's right there below the contest um, pop-up. It's actually not a pop-up box, but it's below the box that appears right in my post. So um, of everybody that entered, obviously you found out how to do that. It seems really quick and easy. And uh, I'm looking at it now. So it not only shows you the details of the contest, has the link to the official rules, but another cool feature by default, it's going to show you how many people entered the contest, how many days left. And um, it shows you when the contest is over. So it's really cool. kind of has a countdown. And uh, I, I like, really like the total number of entries because I knew it was going to be a really low number of entries. And I knew that uh, typically if I see several thousand people enter a contest, it's kind of going to defer me from wanting to enter. I know my chances are really slim. But knowing how many people had initially entered the initial contest that I ran, it was going to be a low number of entries. So I thought that would encourage you guys to go ahead and uh, submit and uh, be included for the prize. So it was a very cool plugin. worked exactly as planned when the contest was over. All I had to do is click a button to choose a winner, and it randomly chooses a winner for you, and boom, that's it. So I would highly recommend it if you're going to run a contest. Check out Contest Hopper. It's a free WordPress plugin. Work really well and had additional features that the paid plugins had or the paid plugins or the paid uh, online tools like Rafflecopter had but they're all built in and it had some enhancements that I really like so definitely check that out I'm definitely going to be using that again going forward for some future giveaways so I'm looking forward to that and uh, keeps everything on the up and up so I will post a link to the rules and regulations when you run contests or sweepstakes to be aware of and unfortunately one of the downsides is since I had very limited time to redo things uh, prior to that uh, next morning when I was going to be redoing the contest. It mentioned in many of the rules 
uh, post that I read that you want to limit your contest most likely to the country that you reside in because each country is going to have their own rules. And of course, I did not have time to learn the rules and regulations for the UK. I know I have some folks in the UK, Australia, uh, and the Philippines. So it would have taken way too long to try to learn those rules, unfortunately. So I apologize to you guys. I emailed everyone that had entered the contest initially and apologized. And there was at least two folks that uh, were in other countries and they were a little bummed out, but they understood. So I really appreciate that. And hopefully in the future, I can have some more uh, general guidelines that will apply to other countries, or I will at least attempt to uh, learn the rules in some of the countries where I know you guys are from. So we'll see what we can do next time around, but that's why um, I had to do that. Because if you're not compliant with the rules in other countries, that can come back to bite you as well. So a lot of different issues. Unfortunately, even for small blogs, you have to abide by these different rules in uh, either minimally in the country you're in. And had to limit it to people 18 and older for other reasons. So unfortunately, due to the legal issues that surround our you know culture these days, you have to make sure you're in compliance to make sure you're around to uh, run future contests so that, that's uh, I'll leave it at that for uh, as far as uh, everything goes but I wanted to announce that the winner of the contest is Paul. Congratulations, Paul. I let him know via email right after I selected the winner, and he was really excited. He said he's been around on the site since August and listening to the podcast episodes and posts and really enjoys the content. So he was really super excited, was really shocked that he won. So glad that you won, Paul. I do remember interacting with you back in August when you initially subscribed. So that's great. Congratulations. And uh, he was interested in Longtail Pro. So definitely we'll be purchasing that for him. And he said it's going to definitely help out a lot with his uh, niche site projects that he is researching. So really glad to hear that and uh, super excited uh, that he won. So that, that that is great. And again, I'm looking forward to doing some future giveaways in, in, down the road. And I may look into not only um, since I'm purchasing this myself and this was just you know something I wanted to do to give back for you guys, I may look into down the road, try to see if I can get uh, some of the folks that run uh, or own products like uh, Chris Guthrie for Easy Azon or Spencer Hawes. See if they would be willing to do a giveaway. I know Spencer, he typically doesn't do any giveaways as far as giving away products to for people to review and um, you know do uh, things on their blog to support the product. But uh, Chris Guthrie, somebody I've interacted with email on email before. Uh, several times and he's a really great guy really responds right away and I uh, said it would be great to meet sometime down the road so I know he's a really cool guy he's given me a uh, product to try out not easy liaison but something else I was interested in so I know he's real open to that most likely and I could probably get a few free copies to give away and it's just something that I haven't pursued but I know a lot of sites typically when they run their giveaways they are sponsored by the company that does the giveaway so there's a little bit of a downside there if, um, you know, I wouldn't want somebody to just approach me and say, hey, I got this great product. I want to get in front of your audience and here it's free and uh, check it out. Give me a positive review or something like that. I don't like to do that sort of thing and I've never done it before. So I like to try products and if I really enjoy something, then I'm going to promote it for you guys and uh, something that I know can help you guys take things to the next level. So 
since I've already utilized Easy Aizen or something like that, I would have no problem approaching Chris and say, hey, you know, I want to promote your product. I've used it before. I've been an affiliate, made a lot of sales uh, of particular products. And hey, would you mind giving away a couple copies to my readers? Something like that I'd definitely be open to doing. So I'm not sure where I might take that down the road, but uh, we'll see uh, how that goes. But again, I definitely want to do some more giveaways for you guys. And uh It'll go much more smoothly next time, hopefully. So sorry for the delay in that. Uh, Everybody that responded said they understand. You know, a couple of them were bummed out that they could no longer apply because they're out of um, the United States. But again, I apologize for that. We'll see what we can do next time around. But it was interesting uh, going into some details as far as the contest goes. My motivation for that was just to give back. And I was at about 98 email subscribers and I had a goal for this year to get 100 email subscribers. So I thought that would just be kind of a fun way just to push it over that amount. And I did definitely get more subscribers than normal. In it, I, I went back and looked at my stats and under a typical month I'll probably have on average about 12 new email subscribers over a month time period and uh, as a result of the initial contest I had 23 new email subscribers for October so it was almost double and I didn't do anything as far as you know major promotions of this the goal was not to get you know double my email list or anything like that so it was really just to get a couple more email subscribers and do something a little bit more fun and uh, you know give back to you guys so that was the main goal. And I think it definitely worked out well after we got everything worked out. But uh, some of the interesting things I I found as a result, so some takeaways for you guys, um, just to let you know how everything worked out. So it was really interesting. In a typical campaign, in in terms of MailChimp, they call anything that goes out a campaign. So my RSS to email is a campaign. So anytime I do a new blog post, what happens is it'll automatically go out to email to my new subscriber to my subscribers. So in a typical week, I looked back at my stats for um, prior emails that went out, and typically it's somewhere between uh, 30 and 40 percent open rate. And I wasn't sure how good that was. I was thinking it was probably on the low side, but maybe not too bad. And it was interesting. Over the last week, I got an email from MailChimp that showed uh, default benchmarks as far as emails go. And uh, I have that up on my screen here. And surprisingly, let me look here. A normal open rate, I say, and I'm eyeballing this here, but they have open rates by category. So in this particular post, it says agriculture and food services have 26% open rate. Um, Consulting has 18% open rate. Uh, Daily deals and coupons, 13%. Gambling, 18%. Games, 20%. Hobbies, 30%, which is the high for all of those. Manufacturing, 23%. So as you can see, a lot of these are in the 20s and some of them are in the teens. So I would say on average, just eyeballing this, probably an average open rate is around 20 to 25%. And that one um, that was in the 30s is hobbies. So on average, my open rate is somewhere between 30 and 40%. It's usually around 35 to 40%. So surprisingly, my open rate is actually pretty good as far as those emails go. So that was something I was unaware of. So that's pretty good, good results from that. But much to my surprise, the campaign for the giveaway 
was uh, not any better. So it was uh, interesting to me to see that the open rate for that campaign was 44%. So it was a little bit higher, but I fully expected, uh, since it was a giveaway, it said action required, that the open rate would be much higher. And it really wasn't. So that was surprising um, you know, right up front. So of the um, 109 email subscribers that I had, 44 of them opened the email. And uh, even more surprising was only 12 people entered the contest from that uh, email. So 44 people opened it and only 12 people actually took the time to reply and respond that they wanted uh, either Easy Azon or um, Longtail Pro. So that was most surprising to me. So I'm not sure why I would think that, you know, my campaign was targeted. That was done on purpose. You know, I, I chose products that I knew you guys would most likely be interested. Anybody interested in creating their own niche sites or making money online could potentially benefit from either one of those two tools. And that's why I gave it an either or thing. Some of you might already have one of those products. So I gave you the option to choose one. So that was really interesting to me. Click rates and open rates as far as uh, typically, like I mentioned, it would be on average about 20 to 25% of people will open your email. And actually, if you have some something you want people to take action on and click on, that is much lower. So that's usually somewhere around 2 to 3%, 4% on the high end. So usually most people won't click on something in your emails. And, and my um, call to action was actually to reply to that email, which was an additional step. So I guess it's on, you know, on the aggregate, probably 12 out of 44 people actually taking action probably isn't uh, that bad. So that's actually around a 25% of the people that opened the email actually responded. So looking at the stats and the average numbers from uh, MailChimp, that's probably not too bad since only about 3 or 4% of people will actually click on something. I consider that a call to action. So the fact that I had about 25% of people respond, that's actually pretty good. If you're going to run a campaign, and again, I really didn't do anything to overly promote this, and it wasn't a goal to you know get 100 new email subscribers or double my list. And I know some of those uh, methods can be successful. And usually in those cases, you're giving away a much larger prize, you know, something $500, maybe a training program or something that's definitely sponsored by another company. So... It definitely could have been much more successful, but again, my main goal was just to give back to you guys and do something a little bit different. So I think it was successful. It was interesting to me, the results and uh, how things went, but uh, that's about as much as I wanted to cover as far as the giveaway goes. So we'll go ahead and end that segment there. Again, Paul, congratulations. I'll be uh, talking to you and uh, getting you set up with uh, Longtail Pro and uh, looking forward to hearing how it works for you. So that is awesome. Congrats, Paul. So what I wanted to talk about next was a couple of different things. First, I want to mention real quick, I'm going to talk about Longtail Pro a little bit more at the end. There's going to be an upcoming uh, discount above and beyond the discount that I already provide for Longtail Pro. It's an upcoming sale, so stay tuned for that. If you're considering purchasing Longtail Pro, hold off on doing that. Normally I wouldn't say that, but uh, there's going to be a great sale coming up, and I'll give you full details at the end. So let me go right into a question that I had. Let me look at my list here from Desmond. 
and he was asking about um, something that's more related to taxes and uh, what you do with uh, affiliate income and uh, any money that you may be making on your niche sites. And I love to talk about uh, personal finance. I have a, definitely have a passion for personal finance and investing and uh, anything along those lines. So if you guys ever have any questions about anything finance related, let me know. I love to talk about that, and I've been doing a lot of research year-end stuff uh, because tax time is just around the corner. So, uh, But anyway, um, so it was a really timely question from Desmond, and he mentioned that he's been getting some clicks through AdSense, and he just started creating niche sites probably about uh, three to six months ago. And I was just starting to have his first clicks there. And uh, he was wondering, does he have to worry about um, the money that's in his AdSense account as far as when it comes tax time? And uh, more broadly, I'll talk about affiliate income and uh, some ways you can handle that. But uh, big disclaimer up front, I am not a tax accountant. I do not uh, necessarily have any more information than you would doing research online when it comes to taxes. But um, I do have some experience with that, so I'll just speak about my own personal experience, some options that you guys might have, and I'll try to do that really briefly. And uh, so when it, the bottom line for Desmond is right now he has, uh, I think he said it was about $12 in his AdSense account. So the bottom line for Desmond is no, absolutely not. He doesn't have to worry about anything come tax time because Google has a threshold that uh, you will not get a payout from your AdSense account until you have $100 in your AdSense account. So that is sort of the downside. Uh, unfortunately, Desmond, no, you're not going to get a payout yet. But uh, on the plus side, you don't have to do anything as far as taxes go. So you don't have to do anything as far as taxes go until you are actually receiving money. So once you receive a payout you will then have to worry about taxes. And a lot of different companies, AdSense is one of the higher ones, so that's a $100 payout threshold. ClickBank has some similar thresholds. They're lower now, but they have some more stringent rules as far as you have to get five different sales and you have to have uh, payments from those sales in more than one uh, payout method. So if you make a couple of sales with ClickBank, if they're all through, um, say, PayPal, you have to wait until you get another sale that's through a credit card or some other payment method. So each company has their own payout methods, usually affiliate products or affiliate programs that are in-house. So for example, Market Samurai has their own affiliate program. Forever Affiliate had their own in-house program. So usually those have better payouts and lower thresholds. So sometimes you'll have to wait 30 to 60 days until you've hit the um, return policy for the particular product. But generally you'll get better payouts through affiliate programs that are in-house. Not always the case, but um, that's generally the case. So when you start to get payouts, typically how it's going to happen is if any one affiliate program, if you make over $600, they're going to have to give you a form. And I had to pause and look that up real quick. That is a 1099 form that you would receive. I haven't received any of those forms yet, but I think I may for this year. But uh, what happens is then that's going to go to the IRS and then obviously you have to record it. But just so you know, any income that you receive, whether it's $5, $2, whatever the case may be, 
you technically have to record on your taxes, so you may not be aware of that. And uh, last year was the first year for me that I actually had to um, incorporate that into my taxes. The year prior, I did have some income in my AdSense account, just like Desmond. So it was around 60 or so dollars that I had um, gathered over a year or so. But again, I didn't have a payout, so there was nothing to be concerned about. And I had um, sale of a ClickBank product, but uh, unfortunately, due to their more stringent rules, if you have uh, if your account goes dormant for a while, so if you make a sale, and then you don't make another sale for 60 or 90 days, I believe it is, that sale starts to dwindle. So they start to take a dormant account fee. So some of those different affiliate programs are more stringent, like I said, and they can deplete your earnings. So now that I've had a couple of different sales through ClickBank and have a more steady stream, you know, one or two sales every month or so, that I've gotten over that threshold. And I once you get over that threshold, you're good to go from there on out. So it's it's much less of an issue. But um, it definitely can um, dig into your earnings, unfortunately. But the bottom line is any income you have, you have to record on your taxes. And typically how that's done when you're just starting out, unless you have an LLC or an S-Corp, which um, require additional funds and additional rules and things you have to do to incorporate yourself or to have your own separate company. Typically, most people starting out like myself, what I ended up doing was doing a Schedule C on my taxes. So you can look that up and I'll link to some of the information as far as taxes go and uh, how you can do some more research. But what I ended up doing was last year was doing a Schedule C. And what that allows you to do is record all of your income as far as affiliate sales go. But the added benefit is you can also deduct from that income any of your online adventure expenses. So that is a very cool and a awesome feature to have. So for instance, everyone is most likely going to have some sort of web hosting or if you're purchasing Longtail Pro or if you're purchasing a training online training program or even if you're utilizing computers 100% for your online adventures or printers or even office furniture potentially, you can deduct from your income any of those relevant expenses that are directly tied to your online niche site. So that is a very cool feature and one that you definitely want to take advantage of. So for me, I had, uh, I'm not sure exactly on the amount, but uh, it was under... Under $500 last year, the, my total income, I believe. So I had somewhere around $400 in income, but I was able to deduct my expenses for my web hosting, all of the plugins that I purchased, the Forever Affiliate Training Program. So basically that brought me down to very little actual income that was going to be taxed. So that's definitely an added um, advantage and something now that we're getting close to the end of the year, if you're going to have any income, you obviously want to minimize your taxable income so that you don't have to pay any additional taxes. So if you're under $400 dollars for the year you don't have any additional taxes as far as being a sole proprietor or anything like that but this year for me I had a lot more affiliate sales this year than last year and it was uh, if I had to wager it was probably well above and beyond you know more of probably six to eight times more income this year than last year through getting additional traffic and starting the podcast. My site has gotten a bunch more traffic and I'm ranking for some of the products that uh, affiliate products I'm promoting like Easy Azon. So I've had a lot more sales as far as that goes. So that's great. Definitely unexpected. Uh, I had some goals for this year as far as income. 
and they far exceeded uh, those goals. But again, nowhere near an online income that uh, I could support 100%, uh, quit my day job or anything. Nowhere near. So it's, it's uh, definitely been great, far exceeded my expectations, but that's going to result in some more taxes for me as well for this year. So what I'm looking into right now is any tools or any training programs or different things like uh, I want to get a new logo for my site. I'd like to have my site look a lot better as far as an initial landing page for my site. And, uh, you know, I'm interested in migrating to over to Elegant Themes. So all those things have factored into some end-of-year research. So what I want to do is definitely if you have some income, you're going to want to look and see what tools could I purchase or what, um, you know, do I need a new computer maybe for my online adventures? Maybe my computer's out of date, which it isn't. But, you know, those are some of the things you want to think about if you do have some affiliate income. You can deduct, again, those expenses against your income. So for me, I want to make sure that if I do have any tools that I was interested in purchasing or, um, you know, potentially hire a web designer or some other things that I was interested in checking out are some additional tools that can help me with my niche sites. I want to use those now to decrease my taxable income. So I kind of went way above and beyond what Desmond had asked, but I wanted to mention that to you guys. If you do have any income, you're going to want to look at tools between now in the end of the year that you can deduct from your taxable income and uh, that could be anything again from plugins to tools to training programs to uh, office equipment anything you use 100% for your online adventures you can deduct from your income so definitely consider that if you're looking to buy some tools now might be a great time to do that and to accelerate those expenses into this year rather than waiting. So if I were to wait until next year, it would count as a deduction for next year's income. But since I have a lot more income than I expected for this year, you know, more than a couple hundred dollars that I had last year, it's definitely worthwhile to get those tools and uh, utilize those expenses now while you can on your taxes to reduce that income. So that that was just what I wanted to mention there. And uh, again, I'll give you guys some links to uh, Schedule C and uh, some additional considerations if you have additional um, income above and beyond that to consider. So uh, hopefully that was helpful to you. And if you do have any other suggestions, or uh, I'm sorry, not suggestions, but questions regarding income, investing, anything like that, uh, let me know. I love to listen to uh, a new podcast, actually. Anybody that's interested in investing, check out Listen Money Matters podcast. And a warning, they do have some explicit um you know, vulgar terms in there. It's two guys doing it, uh, doing the podcast. I think they're in their late 20s, early 30s. And uh, they do throw a couple F-bombs here and there where we try to keep things clean on this podcast. But uh, it's a really great podcast. I've learned a lot about uh, some different ways to invest in some Vanguard funds and things like that. But that's way outside the uh, scope of this uh, podcast. So just uh, check it out if you're interested in investing. It's a really cool podcast. And I'll link again uh, to all these details in the show notes. But that'll end it for this segment. And Andre had select 
or uh, had suggested a topic and he had a question regarding selecting products on Clickbank and I've been wanting to do a more detailed post on how to use Longtail Pro to do niche keyword research and uh, some of the great results you can find through Longtail Pro and I, what I'm going to do is incorporate all that into next week's post and it's probably not going to lend itself to a podcast episode because it's going to be more of a how-to and I'm going to include a video on exactly how to go about selecting a product for a niche site through ClickBank or other means and also how to do that research very quickly and easily with Longtail Pro, which is going to dovetail also into, I mentioned that Longtail Pro is going to have a discount, and Spencer Hawes emailed me and everybody else that uh, is an affiliate for the product to let us know that there's going to be a half-price discount for Longtail Pro for Black Friday weekend. So for November 28th through the 30th, Longtail Pro normally is, I think, $97 or so. It's going to be $47 for that weekend only. So if you have not yet purchased Longtail Pro and you're considering it, hold off until then. I think he does that every year. Don't quote me on that and don't depend on that because as soon as you do, it's not going to happen. So uh, a lot of the internet marketers do do deals for Black Friday, but uh, it is going to be $47 and it's definitely the lowest price you'll ever get on Longtail Pro. So definitely hold off if you've been thinking about it and um, to kind of build up to that sale and uh, help you guys figure out if it's something for you. Next week again is going to be how to to if you have no ideas whatsoever or maybe you have a topic or uh, you know some some idea of where you might want to go as far as a niche site goes I responded to Andre gave him some details specific to his question but I'm going to take some of those um, some of the details in his the response that I sent to him and do a full detailed post so that'll include a video it'll show you how to choose a product on clickbank and then how to determine if there's enough traffic for that niche idea if you can compete for that idea and then hopefully what my goal will be is to actually have a product or topic that you could utilize for a niche site and actually uh, make it available so um, it could be something that uh, if you're interested in, you can take it and run with it and, uh, you know, you can create your own niche site around that. So that's going to be my goal for next week's post. And again, it's probably not going to lend itself to a podcast episode, so I may not have a podcast episode for next week. But it'll be a great piece of content, uh, pillar post, as I like to call it, or an epic post, uh, depending. Hopefully you guys really enjoy it. But the bottom line is it'll be a great example of how to utilize Longtail Pro. And if you've been on the fence on purchasing a keyword research tool, hopefully that'll help you guys out. And uh, you can take advantage of that $47 deal. So if you go through any of my affiliate links for Longtail Pro, right now they go to the $67 discount that I provide but they will automatically go to the $47 deal. So you can get that deal through my affiliate link. So hopefully that's something you guys will be interested in. And if you've been having some uh, problem trying to figure out how to go about doing that research and to see if something can be profitable for you and to set yourself up for success with your niche sites, that will be a great uh, post for you. So let me look real quick and see. I think I've covered just about everything topic-wise. Yes, I have. So let's go right into the tools of the week since we're approaching the 40-minute mark. So I'll do this really quick. 
And how the idea came about for this week's tools is uh, I follow someone, Jason, who is uh, most well known for selling his last name. So if you've uh, heard of it, Jason Surfer app, he was once um, at one point, let me look it up really quick. He was formerly known as JasonHeadset.com. He actually officially changed his name. And basically, he was making an income by uh, basically pimping himself out. So he was uh, selling his the rights to his last name to, you know, it was basically a media campaign. And uh, he was... After that, he went into he had a site called IWearYourShirt.com where basically he would go around town wearing your shirt at uh, different events where people would be hanging out to promote uh, your particular product. So he is definitely an, a serial entrepreneur. And the interesting thing, completely unrelated to anything, is I found out this week he actually lives five miles less or less away from me. So I knew he was actually in town here in Jacksonville, Florida, where I am, but I didn't realize he was so close. But at any rate, I got an email from being part of his email list this week about the fact that he went on a 30-day social media um hiatus basically he cut himself off from all social media platforms for 30 days and it was really eye-opening for him he did a full um, breakdown of every day I believe on uh, you know what he was experiencing and uh, the positives and the negatives and everything that that went along with it and I'll link to that as well but that kind of uh forced me to you know look at how I utilize social media and uh, that's something I've been wanting to do lately I have another friend that runs his own business and uh, he wanted to as he put it um, go into his 2.0 version of himself so he kind of went into hiding from Facebook for a month and he actually hasn't come back so it's been uh, two months or so and I do miss seeing his updates and whatnot so when people do disappear there's a little bit of a gap but I wanted to try that as well so what I ended up doing is uh, as of 5 p.m. yesterday, I told everybody on my Facebook that I was going to take a week hiatus. So surprisingly, I got a couple emails from close friends of mine that said, you know what, I'm going to do that too. I've been wanting to do something like that. So, you know, unrelated, I wasn't trying to run a challenge or anything, just trying to do it for my own benefit. But that's something you might want to consider too. What I found was I knew that I always looked on Facebook. So it would be a matter of just, you know, when I'm sitting there on the couch watching TV, doing other things, uh, you know, just all the time, even out with my wife at dinner, constantly check in or constantly just see what everybody's up to and uh, enjoy doing that. You know, I like seeing where my friends are at, if they're out and about, you know, seeing what people are up to. And it's a great way to stay in touch with friends that don't live in the same town. And it's been a really great experience to be able to reconnect with folks. So overall, I'm not saying that uh, social media in general is a bad thing. There's definitely some benefits. But for me, I knew for a fact that I was constantly, constantly checking. If I had to guess, I would probably say I checked Facebook well over 100 times a day, no joke. And it's just a matter of, you know, if I'm at work on a meeting, I, you know, I check my phone really quick. So it wasn't necessarily distracting me 100% from what I was trying to do, but whenever I had a free moment, I would be checking. So I decided to take a week off, and it's only, it's been less than 24 hours for me. Again, it was 5 p.m. on Friday, and I'm recording this on Saturday morning. 
And I gotta say, it's a lot more difficult than I expected. So I knew how much I checked Facebook, but man, I'm missing, I feel like I'm missing out on what everybody's up to. And I feel like I'm just totally disconnected. So it's gonna be tough for, to do this for a week. And my goal was to do it for a month, but I knew I needed to start out with a week and see. But what I did notice automatically is that I started to think about my online niche sites more. So I started to think about the podcast. Normally I do things one week at a time, but I'm really excited to do the post for next week as far as keyword research goes and how to come up with a niche topic or an affiliate product to promote. So I have noticed immediately that I'm already, you know, since I have additional time and I have, you know, not, I don't have social media just to fall back on at all times, I'm finding that already I'm I'm thinking more towards being productive with my online adventures. So that's definitely a bonus. And I'm definitely going to stick with this for at least a week. I'm hoping that I can do it for longer. You know, 30 days is a good uh, thing to try. But again, I'll link to his post where he said it uh, cut down on his stress level. He felt like he always had to, you know, be on there and be cognizant of what uh, people were doing. And uh, he was also finding that, you know, you really don't have a lot of control over your social media. So you can certainly control who adds you on Facebook or who you want to add. But like things like Twitter where people will follow you. I mean, really, that's great. That's, you know, when you have a website or you're doing a multimedia promotion or whatnot, you want to have more followers and things like that. But you can lose track of that and you can, you know, all of a sudden you can, after a while, if you're adding everybody and uh, going down that road, you may see updates like even he was saying that he would find himself getting jealous at times. And this is somebody that's really successful, has a lot of different um, businesses, you know, he's published books and whatnot. Even he would find himself getting jealous of other people. And I can certainly say that, uh, you know, that's something that doesn't happen an awful lot for me. But certainly, you know, you see friends that are going off into exotic places or, you know, doing things that uh, you've been striving to do. Or, you know, maybe they're posting pictures of BMWs or whatever and your, you know, material, things like that. All that can factor in and, you know, it can have a negative effect on your own feelings of self-worth and, you know, all that can factor in. So really it's, uh, I'm, I just wanted to kind of take a break and see, you know, not only do I have more time and am I more productive, but does it make me, you know, a better person as far as being more tapped in, you know, paying more attention to friends and family and uh, just see how that goes. So that's something you might want to consider. And the tools of the week are related to that. So what um, I found some plugins, one for Chrome, which is called Stay Focused, spelled S-T-A-Y-F-O-C-U-S-D, no E in there. Stay Focused is one and Leech Block is another one for Firefox. So what that allow you to do is to block specific sites. You can limit your time on specific sites. So it's basically a productivity tool for your browser. And I went a step further. If you're a techie, I'm not going to go into full details, but if you're a techie, you can use something called OpenDNS and it's free. You can sign up and then basically all you do is you change your uh, router and in your home network and you change from using the DNS servers from your internet service provider to using the DNS servers from OpenDNS. And then once you do that, you can restrict access to certain sites. So that's what I ended up doing. I went one step further. So on my home network, Facebook.com is blocked completely. So that uh, will prevent me from going out there. So of course, on my cell phone, um, I could 
pull up a browser and go to Facebook because I can't, you know, block my cellular provider from allowing me to access the site. But basically, I removed Facebook from my phone, blocked it on the browser, and then went that additional step further to block it from my home network completely. So um, I know I'm not going to go, you know, out there and install the app. I could if I really wanted to, but I, you know, I know just the fact that I can't open the app and have it right there. That's going to keep me off the site. So the, the cool thing about those plugins is you can limit access to yourself. So if you just wanted to do a smaller scale productivity test, you could limit access to your Facebook between, you know, maybe 5 to 7 p.m. or something. And then you could uh, separate, set that time like from 7 to 10 p.m. at night maybe to work on your niche site adventures. So it's a uh, very cool free plugins that you can add to your browsers and uh, just uh, definitely worth the effort I think to try to disconnect from social media and the constant bombardment of uh, you know just having to be connected and online at all times. So something you might want to give a try to uh, again leech block for Firefox and stay focused for Chrome. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap it up for this week. Again, anybody interested in purchasing Longtail Pro, hold off on that until November 28th through the 30th. It's going to be a Black Friday deal for $47, so stay tuned. You can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash longtailpro during that weekend, and you'll automatically go right to that $47 link. And uh, next week, I will be doing a full post on how you can utilize Longtail Pro or just how to do uh, research as far as choosing a niche site topic as well. So even if you're not at all interested in Longtail Pro, it's going to be a great post on how to uh, come up with a topic and uh, how to do keyword research and uh, make sure that the niche site idea has enough traffic. It's something you can p compete with, so it's going to be relevant to everyone. So looking forward to, to uh, bringing you that next week. And another quick thing I wanted to mention, oh, let's talk about Black Friday and going out to the stores locally. All the Christmas stuff is out already. I do think it's a bit early since it was out before Halloween and all that. But I am getting in the spirit, so I decided to switch over to my holiday logo on the site. So uh, it is uh, ready for the holidays, especially with the polar vortex here in the U.S. this week. Cooler temperatures, snow in some of the northeast areas. So I went ahead and switched over to the holiday logo. If you're interested in also getting a similar logo for your site via Fiverr, it's only $5. And I uh, got a logo for this site and my personal blog through the same person last year. And they're still out there. So you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash holiday logo. And uh, it'll take you right to that Fiverr gig. And it's only $5. So very cool. And uh, that'll do it. And again, congrats to Paul for winning a copy of Longtail Pro. And I hope you all have a fantastic and productive upcoming week. Bye-bye.